Hello, everyone. I'm Richard Roberts, and welcome to the Expect a Miracle podcast. I'm so glad to be with you today and to uh, welcome my very, very special guest, a longtime friend, Tommy Combs from Alabama. Tommy, God bless you, and thank you so much for being a guest on my podcast today. Richard, it's an honor to be with you anytime I can be with you. I love to be around you, love talking to you and Lindsay and all the gang. <laughs> Uh, God is still on the move. He's good all the time. All the time. Founder of the Living Word Ministries there and uh, television station owner, uh, author, and we'll get into all that a little while. But uh, Tommy, I I saw you recently on uh, Supernatural with my good friend Sid Roth, and you were sharing the testimony of your healing when you were 10 years old. Would you, would you mind, I, I know you probably shared it 10,000 times or more, but would you just share that testimony of your healing? I love it to do it. I do it. And I promise God I would tell that story much as I can, and I do. So it's wonderful. And it involves you and your family and your dad. So I'm glad to do that. At age 10, I contacted a terrible disease that we today call uh, hepatitis. But in my day, it was yellow jaundice. And yellow jaundice infected my liver. Now, my daddy was a coal miner in Walker County, Alabama. And so we went to a company doctor, meaning that all the coal miners visit the company doctor and the company paid the bills. So it was a company doctor. And he gave me a penicillin shot. You know, penicillin must have been good for everything. <laughs> but we got a penicillin shot and went home. Two weeks later, I go back to him. And guess what? Another penicillin shot and back home again. Well, I'm very, very sick, very sick. I go to the third time. I've been sick a month. I go to the third time, and he examines me and says, oh, this boy is bad. My skin was yellow. My eyeball, you know, the fluid in my eyes was yellow. I was yellow. And he said, he needs to go to the hospital in Birmingham. Well, we didn't own a car. We had to borrow my uncle's car, which means we had to get out of the coal mines at 4.30 in the afternoon. So I got to Birmingham Hospital at about 7 p.m. Thursday night. They examined me. The doctors examined me. They come to the my mom and dad and said, uh, he should have been here a month ago. His liver is destroyed and uh, your son will die three to five days. That's all we can do. We're going to give him IVs. We're going to try to take care of him best we can, but uh, he, he needs a liver replacement. His liver is gone. Well, you know the story. Oral Roberts came on television in Birmingham, Alabama every Sunday morning at 9 a.m. Now, we didn't have 182 channels. We had three channels in Birmingham. Oh, I, I remember so, those days. On Channel 6 in Birmingham, Alabama, an ABC affiliate, Oral Roberts came on television. And you know the story. Touch the television, touch my hand. His hand was on the screen. Well, my mother and my grandmother are praying for me. They're in the hospital room praying for me. And my mother does exactly what Oral Roberts said. She puts her hand on my stomach. She puts her other hand on the TV screen. In those days, you could touch a little black and white TV down by your bed. It wasn't in the top of the room like today. So she touched the TV. And this is what my mother said. First Samuel chapter one, Hannah, my mother prayed that prayer. God heal my boy and I will give him to you. That's the words my mother said. She touched or Robert's hand on the TV screen, if you will, touched my stomach, 
prayed that prayer, and instantly, I'm not talking about in a minute, after a while, next week, three days later, instantly, the power of God hit that hospital room. A blue mist rolled into the room. You, you, saw, you saw the mist, didn't you? I saw the visible blue mist. In fact, I have services today all over the world where the blue mist actually comes into the service. Same blue mist. So the blue mist came into my hospital room, knocked my mama out on the left side of the bed, on the floor, knocked my grandmother out on the right side of the bed, on the floor. And Jesus walked right up to my bed. I mean, he's standing eight foot away at the base of my bed. And you saw him. I got a brand new liver. You One saw second. him. I saw him. He came up right up to me. He stood there. Now, you remember the movie uh, Heaven is Real, where the young boy was, uh, was, went to heaven and came back home. And, sure. And so And at the end of that movie, they had a painting of Jesus that a young lady had done. That painting that showed on that movie is basically the description I can give you of Jesus. It was absolutely wonderful. I was totally healed by the power of God, and that's my connection to Oral Roberts and Oral Roberts Ministry from 1956. Now, now what happened? What happened right after that when the doctors came in to re-examine you? Okay, other listen to this. Other people were healed on the same floor, in other rooms. That's how powerful it was. In other rooms, in the hallway, other people were healed. The doctors came to my room. A orderly came running to the room to check out the blast, the the, the burst of of, of uh, what had happened. And the orderly came in the room and saw there was no fire there. It was just a blue mist hanging. And other people were healed. The doctors came in that day. Within an hour, three doctors came in, examined me, looked me over, gave me the blood test, did all you had to do. And told my mom and dad, he has no jaundice. Hallelujah. He is totally healed by the power of God. Wonderful <laughs> healing. I tell that story about 10,000 times, and I'll keep telling it 10,000 times. And okay. as you tell it today, you can feel the power of God. Tommy, I know there's so many things I want to talk to you about, but right now there's an anointing for you to pray for someone who has been attacked in their body that may be in the hospital room right now as they watch or as they listen to this podcast. And I know I have a lot of other questions, but let's just stop right now and pray the prayer of faith. Would you do that? Yes, I will. Lord, I come to you now. You're Jehovah Rapha. You're our healer. You're the God that heals and you're still healing today. Lord, I pray for those in need right now. Someone watching us in the room with a hepatitis problem right now, getting healed by the blood of Jesus Christ. I come against any jaundice, any hepatitis. I come against cancer of the pancreas. God just said that, Richard. Cancer of the pancreas is getting healed right now Hallelujah. by the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I plead the blood. I plead the blood of Jesus right now. From the top of your head to the soles of your feet, I yes. want you to receive it now and say that with me. I receive that in Jesus' I name. I receive that now in Jesus' done. name. By the blood of Jesus, it's done. Today. By the blood of Jesus, it's done. Hallelujah. 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 And you, or as you're, even as you're watching and listening right now, receive that. Just say, Father, I receive that prayer. I receive it into my being. I receive it into my body. I receive healing just like Tommy did all those years ago in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah, Tommy. Praise God. <laughs> worth, your, worth your coming on the podcast just for that. <laughs> 
Well, share a little bit about the television uh, stations and, and how you got in to the ministry and what you're doing now and uh, the books that you've written. Just just share any along those lines you'd like to. Uh, I was on a trip to Israel in, uh, uh, many years ago. I believe it was 92. Yes, it was. In 92, I was on a, is a trip to Israel. And I went to the Garden of Gethsemane. And I went and sat down under an olive tree and just started praying away from the group. They're just touring and looking around. And I, I go sit down and pray. And God speaks to me in an audible voice. Now, I'm 46 years old. I, I'm 46 years old. And God speaks to me in an audible voice. So you're not doing what I want you to do. Well, I got two degrees. So I asked him, what do you want me to do? And I, I no answer. I'll tell you tonight. Well, four hours later, it's 8 p.m. And we're the last group in the upper room. Jensen Franklin, my good friend from Janesville, Georgia, is mm -hmm. preaching in the upper room. And he calls me out. Tommy, where you at? Tommy Combs, come up here. I walk up to the front in the upper room. We got about 200 people in there. And he, he says, God said to tell you something. I've been waiting four hours to get this message. God says to tell you something. He said, give me your hands. I gave him my hands. He anointed my hands with oil. When you lay hands on the sick, the sick will be healed. Bam, I'm gone to the upper room. They got to throw me on the bus, take me to the hotel, because I am gone in the upper room, out in the Holy Ghost of God. That was, that was in November 92. In January of 93, I'm on the interstate system in Birmingham, Alabama, headed toward my office, and there's that voice again. What are you going to do about Hilton? I haven't seen this man Hilton in many years, but I know him. I said, what do you want me to do about this man, Hilton? No answer. I called my mother. In that day, Richard, I had a bag phone plugged in with a cigarette. <laughs> you know, I had a bag phone in, in the car with me. I called my mother, and she said, Tommy, Hilton is dying of pancreatic cancer at UAB Hospital, downtown Birmingham. I make the next exit, turn around, go downtown Birmingham. I find him. I go up in his room. He's laying on the bed dying. I said, what are the doctors doing for you, Hilton? He said, watching me die. I have cancer of the pancreas, and they say I cannot do anything for this. I said, God's going to heal you today, Hilton. I took my coat off and laid on him. Curse the cancer. Now, listen to me. Those that are watching me now, curse that disease yes. in the name of Jesus. Yes. Curse that disease. Take authority over it in Jesus' name. And I did that. I took authority over the disease. I cursed the disease, and then I said something I'd never said in my life. I said, death, you can't have him. You and I and those that know Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and our healer can speak to death. I said, death, you cannot have this man. I placed oil on his head, prayed for him, and I left. He called me in two days. Tommy is Hilton. I'm going home. Well, going home to a saint of God is I'm headed toward heaven. Yes. <laughs> but that's not what he meant. <laughs> I'm coming home to Dora, Alabama. He said, Tommy, I have absolutely no cancer. Praise in my God. Life. Praise totally God. Totally healed by the power of God. I said, okay, God, I got the message. I can do exactly what you want me to so do. So you got and the call to the healing ministry then. That's right. That's, that's what right. we do now. We travel, we do healing miracle services and, and uh, plead the blood. We have three people raised from the dead. God is so good. You can take authority in Jesus' name. You can use that authority, and you can come in agreement. You got agreement. You got to stay in his presence. 
and take authority in the name of Jesus and watch God do these miracles. Now, what about the TV station, the outreach there in uh, Alabama and, and Mississippi? We've got the outreach on a couple of TV stations. Our main stations is in TV 25, Jasper, Alabama, reaching about 250,000 homes in a five-county area. And we're using the Word of God. We've got your program on with us twice a week. We play in your program two and three times a week on, on your program. And we, we reach out and touch a lot of people. We pray for the sick. We get the calls in. And God's just using that as another outreach for the ministry. We, we just came back from Orlando. We're doing uh, many services all around. We try to do one convention, one big crusade a month. And then we do uh, small churches or a large church, any church that will give us a call to come and be with them. So what about the Bible schools that you've established in Africa and uh, South America and places around the world? God spoke to me and said, you need to train up some people. So I said, all right, how do you want me to do that? He said, let's establish some Bible school. We got a Bible school in Zambia, Africa. We got a hundred students in Zambia and Lusaka. Uh, we feed them, we train them up, we take care of them. And one year they graduate and preach the gospel all across Africa. Same thing in Indonesia, We've in Jakarta. We've got a Bible school in Jakarta. Pastor Tommy Smith heads that Bible school for us in Jakarta, Indonesia. We've got 100 students. We feed them, we clothe them, we teach them the word of God. And now we're building a Bible school right now in the jungle city of Iquitos, Peru. Mm. It's the mouth of the Amazon. And it's about 250,000 people in that city. They're going to bring students in from all over the Amazon region, and they'll start preaching all across. We built 50 churches on the Amazon River in the last 20 years. We've built 50 churches there, and all of those pastors will come. So we're excited about what God's going to do. I think our time is short. I think it's time to reach out and grab a lot of people and take them with us to heaven. Now, are you still doing anything with bicycles? Oh, Richard, that's the greatest project we have each and every year. This, this is every fascinating. Just, around, just listen to this. Listen to this. Every year around September 1, I start on our television networks. Now, we're on Direct. We're on Dish. We're on Roku. We're on Middle East TV with Sid Roth. So we're reaching a lot of folks around the world with our TV program we call The Living Word. And we've been doing that now about 20 years on The Living Word broadcast. But uh, every year we... By, my goal is 350 bicycles that we give away for Christmas to pastors, evangelists, and missionaries. Especially especially in areas where, where they don't have cars. That's right. No, the, the only way they have to travel is walk. What happened was I went to Lusaka, Zambia, and a pastor was my, my aide. He was, my, my, he was helping me as he traveled. And I said, Pastor, how far are you? He said, oh, I live six hours away from you. I said, you live six hours from Lusaka? He said, that's right. I said, how do you get here on a bus? He said, no, I walk. I said, you walk? He said, I walk six hours here, and I walk six hours back to my home. I bought him a bicycle. <laughs> he never rode a bicycle. He was 50 years old. He never rode a bicycle. We had to train him up to ride the bicycle. And when I did that, God touched my heart. So I started buying bicycles. We've been doing this 12 years. 350 bicycles a year for 12 years, and we've got them on the ground. We give them away. We give them for Christmas. Our pastors, evangelists, and missionaries have no way to travel except walk. Now, listen, it's like a Mercedes. I'm telling you, they, they take care of those bicycles. 
they don't leave them outside. They put them in their hut. They take care of them. And uh, we, we've been doing And la- this past year, God blessed us, and we did 400. Also, uh, uh, Tommy is a prolific writer, and I know you have a book concerning the blood of Jesus. Would you like to share about that book? Yes, I've got the book, The Blood Still Works, and I think you got a copy of it there on uh, off our The Blood Still Works. And I want to remind people in this book that it's still okay to plead the blood. It's still okay. I I mean, Richard, I cannot pray a prayer over someone that needs to be healed if I don't say I plead the blood over you. I I, I plead the blood of Jesus over you. The blood still speaks. And I tell that story about Cain and Abel. The blood still speaks and God hears the voice of God. Abraham had the covenant. What was it? It was a blood covenant. That's what Abraham had, the blood covenant. Uh, they took a paschal lamb and they put it in her home right before Passover, and they would take care of this lamb like a pet lamb. And then they would kill the lamb. The blood still works. It's, it's, it's all in the system. He would send his word. He would send his word and heal them. He is the, and our greatest weapon, I, I, I do a chapter in this book called Our Greatest Weapon. You know, there are great weapons in this world today. Uh, Superpowers have great weapons of mass destruction, if you will, that they can use on each other. If they went to a massive war, there there are great weapons of mass destruction that the superpowers have in this world today. Well, I have got a weapon, and you've got a weapon, and everyone watching this cast broadcast right now has a weapon of mass destruction that you can use against your enemy satan and it's the blood of jesus you know uh, you know tommy it's it's uh, it's it's amazing to me that you know p- political correctness today even in the body of christ does not want to talk about the blood of jesus they say well it's uh, it's it's too bloody it's too gory yeah, yeah they'll let their children watch everything on the internet however uh without the shedding of blood there is no remission of sin. If Jesus had not gone to the cross and cut a new covenant in his shed blood, we would not have an opportunity to be saved and to receive the Holy Spirit in our lives. So this is very critical to us. Uh, I I stand with you 100%. I plead the blood of Jesus over my family, family and over others that I pray for every day of my life. Would you hold that book up one more time, Tommy, and give your, give your, uh, your website so people can order it? There it is. The it blood is. still works. Blood still works. And it's on our website at tommycombs.website. I made it easy. Amazon has it also. But you can go to our website at the blood still works, tommycombs.website. Tommycombs.website. Website. I made it easy for everybody. Not TV or .net or .com. It's just tommycombs.website. And you can see, I've also got about 12 podcasts on there that you can watch healing on there, that you you can watch those. Richard, I was in a, in a Quito's Peru, the place I'm building this Bible school right now. And a lady died in the hospital about 4 p.m. Now, in, in, the, in some countries around the world, if you die this afternoon, they bury you this afternoon. If you die in the morning, they bury you that day. So, the, the, you know, so this woman died about 4 p.m., and the daddy and son brought her to my meeting. Now, I'm in a stadium of about 13,000 people, and they lay her on the back. I didn't know she was back there. I had no idea this woman was laying in the back of a room on a cot, a homemade cot. Now, she's dead. 
She's dead. She's been dead since 4 p.m. They got the signed certificate by the doctors. And they were supposed to take her home to bury her. They brought her to the meeting. Later in the back of the room, I had no idea. You know, we start playing music about 6. And then the meeting starts at 7. Now, why do I start playing music at 6? Because they won't come for an hour late anyway. So I start playing music <laughs> So we get them all in there. You know that story. Yes, I do. So we get And then... I preached 30 minutes on salvation and 3,000 come to be saved. So now I got to do the salvation prayer with these people, pray them through to Jesus Christ. And we'd send them back to their seat. Then we do a couple more songs and then we take up an offering. We're taking up an offer with 3,000 people. Doesn't take 10 minutes. It takes 30 minutes. So we got to do that. And then I start teaching on healing. Now you, Richard, you've traveled just like I have around the world. And when you say those who need to be healed, come on. Well, that means everybody's here. Coming. They here they come. That means everybody's coming. So, so we did that. Now it's nine thirty, and I pray for an hour. I'm soaked from top to bottom. I pray for an hour for miracles. And God gives us many, many miracles. I'm stopping the service about ten thirty p.m starting to say goodbye, come back tomorrow night at 6 p.m., God bless you. And down the aisle walks the daddy and the son with mama on a homemade cot and lay her down in front of me. And I said, what's wrong with this woman? She's dead. I said, excuse me, say that in Alabama English. She's dead. How long has she been dead? She died at 4 p.m. this afternoon in the hospital, and here is her death certificate. Well, I'm Tommy from Alabama, so I just kneel beside her. I hold her nose, Richard. She is not breathing. If you're breathing, your blouse is moving up and down a little bit, you know, as your lungs take breath. She's not moving. I stand up and turn my back on that woman and look up and say, God, you have got a problem here because I can't handle this. I'm giving this to you, God. I'm giving it to you. I turn back around and I say, I look at daddy and son. I said, what do you want God to do here? In broken English, daddy said, I want God to raise her up. And I start crying. I start crying and pleading the blood of Jesus. I start pleading the blood of Jesus. I anoint her with oil. I plead the blood of Jesus. I take authority over death. I spoke to death for the first time in my life. I spoke to death and said, death, turn this woman loose now in the name of Jesus and by the blood of Jesus. She opened her eyes. <laughs> she opened her eyes and the people ran for everywhere. I took her by the hand and picked her up as she was sitting on the floor on her bottom. I said, if you go sit up, why don't you just stand up? And she stood up. I've been to her home. I've ate lunch with this woman and many years later, and she is alive today. God's still raising the dead. And, and as we get closer to the coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we're going to see, we're going to see hands replaced where there were no hands. I believe that. We're going to see arms grow back where there were no arms. Legs, there were no legs. I'm talking about miracles where many people are raised from the dead. Many people are raised from the dead. That is the power and the blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And there's nothing too hard for God. 
And my friend, I, my friends, I, I've asked uh, Tommy to be a guest today and to share these testimonies with you to build your faith. Perhaps you are in need of a great miracle right now. Perhaps, it, perhaps it's, it's not hepatitis. Maybe it's not cancer, but it's something else. It's eating at you. It's tearing you up. And I'm going to ask Tommy to pray over you, and then I'm going to pray over you and uh, thank God for that. Tommy, would you just begin to pray again? Lord, we come to you today, and we know that you're Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior and our healer. You're Jehovah Rapha. You took the 39 stripes on your back. 40 minus one, the Romans way of doing it, 39 stripes. And every stripe you took was for the healing of major diseases in the world today. You are the healer. You're Jesus the Christ. Now, Lord, I ask you to heal those who are listening, watching today in this broadcast. Lord, there are many people healed, and I come from the top of their head to the soles of their feet with the healing power. I blow my breath on them right now. I just blow my breath right to you and say, receive your healing. The rhythm of your heart is getting healed now. A field is getting healed right now. And someone who's watching this program right now, someone has skin cancer on your right hand. And that skin cancer has grown. You have, you, they've told you've got to cut it off. You've got to remove part of that hand, part of that. And God is absolutely healing skin cancer on a right hand right now by the blood of Jesus in the name of Jesus. Acid reflux. Acid reflux is disappearing from hundreds of people right now. It's going away in the name of Jesus. Lord, we come against it in Jesus' name. We thank you, Heavenly Father. Neuropathy. I come against diabetes. Neuropathy getting healed and feet. And here's what Richard God just told me. Toes are getting healed. Toes. Hallelujah. I'm talking about toes that lap over top of toes. I'm talking about ingrown toenail. I'm talking about toes. Are get, you're going to get reports of this. Many reports where toes are now getting straight right now. In Jesus' name, we call it in today, and I give you all the honor and glory, God, for what you're doing in Jesus' name. In Jesus Hallelujah. Name. Wow. And, and I add my prayers to Tommy's prayers right now. My friend, there is no distance in prayer. He's in Alabama. I'm in uh, Oklahoma, but, and you're right there where you are, but in the authority of the name of Jesus, I send that word to you right now. Here it comes. Receive from the power of God right now in your head, in your, in your chest, in throughout every organ in your body, your arms, your legs, your shoulders, your back, your feet, your legs, your knees, from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, be healed. And I set my faith with you along with Tommy, believing God and call it done by the shed blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. And just as he said, we're going to receive lots of testimonies. Contact me. Let me know. Let me know uh, that, you, that, you, that you watch. Let me know that you listen. Let me know if you're receiving a healing. Just uh, Oral Roberts, go online, oralroberts.com. Uh, drop me a note. Let me know. Or call the prayer group at 918-495-7777. Tommy, God bless you. Thank you so much for being my guest today. God bless you. Thanks for having us. God bless. And I'll see you next time right here on the Expect a Miracle podcast. Bye-bye for now. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Expect a Miracle with Richard Roberts. Please share with your friends on social media and help spread the healing, saving good news of Jesus with others. 
And if you need prayer, go to oralroberts.com slash prayer or call the prayer group at 918-495-7777. We believe God wants you healed and whole in all areas of your life.